0: Hello, hello. This is Brooke DeVard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. When you love beauty and skincare the way I love beauty and skincare and the way many of you listening love beauty and skincare... Packing for a trip is just as much about the products you're going to bring as the clothes that you're going to pack. And to be honest, it doesn't even stop at the beauty products that you're packing with you. It's about what you'll be buying when you arrive to said location to bring back home with you. When I tell you that my husband and I get into a disagreement, I'm not gonna say a fight, we get into a disagreement, Every single summer we travel to Turkey because I always want to bring soaps back. Soaps, of course, are very heavy, but I'm always like, babe, I'm going to buy these soaps. They are the equivalent of four U.S. dollars per bar. You cannot get that kind of value for an all natural. You also can't find like a pure goat's milk soap that easily in the U.S. Like when I'm in Turkey, I'm going to buy a lot of soaps. We're going to check an extra bag. There's not really going to be a discussion about it. And yet every summer we have this disagreement. So it's the beauty products you bring on the trip and then what you buy when you're there. Now, I just got back from a family ski trip and of course skiing is going to not be the best thing for your skin. I love skiing, I love being out on the mountains, but all of that snow, all of that white snow, creates such a strong reflection of the sun on your face. The sun is actually stronger on the mountain, like on the slopes with snow, than it is on the beach. So you're getting really strong sun, it's obviously cold, the wind is whipping your face. I had to bring all of my most hydrating serums and toners and moisturizers and overnight sleeping masks. But here's the funny part, we went to Mammoth Mountain, which is like a five hour drive from LA but we traveled with our next door neighbors and their kids which was really sweet. My neighbors were so happy with the products that I bought. So the first night they were like, "Oh, my skin is a little dry and they didn't have lotion." That I'm I am always as a black person, let me just say, I am always surprised when people do not have lotion. And of course the thing is you can have light skin, white skin and be ashy, as we say, or have dry skin, but it's just not visible, right? There's no contrast on the skin to show the dry, white, flaky skin. So maybe you don't know that your skin needs moisture as much. Anyway, I pulled out my Hana Hana unscented shea butter Everyone went to work on their skin. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. My skin feels so good. And I was like, yes, okay. Let's do our skin prep for the mountain together. I gave everyone the Dr. Barbara Sturm Hyaluronic Serum as the base before we start sealing the moisture in. We did a few sprays of rose water. Then we did the very moisturizing Shiseido Vita Clear Sunscreen SPF 50. I passed around my tube of Aquaphor so everyone could baste their lips in Aquaphor to seal all of that moisture you're in. And everyone, the husband and wife, my husband, everyone was like, Oh my gosh, my skin feels so good. And I was like, you could do this every day. This could be your every day. It just made me feel really good that they had this very positive skincare experience on the mountains and that I was part of helping them have that great skincare experience. When I did a family trip to Tuscany it was my family and like 15 other friends and family One of the women had her bag confiscated at Heathrow Airport, which, brutal. Heathrow Airport is the strictest airport I have ever been to when it comes to liquid and allowances, like they will throw all of your stuff out. No remorse. She lost all of her cosmetics bag traveling to Tuscany, so I was thrilled to be able to offer her a lot of my products. I had extra travel size products. Like, I just, I love having my beauty products with me. When I traveled to Jamaica, I went to Port Antonio, another beautiful place. I brought my pink lipsticks and my orange lipsticks. When I tell you I do not wear these lipsticks, otherwise. Like I was like, I'm going to a warm tropical vacation. This is where these lipsticks are going to have their moment to thrive. When I go to Paris, I go to French pharmacies. When I go to Asia, I buy sunscreen and unique makeup. When I'm in Turkey, I buy soaps, I buy body care, I buy different oils. Turkey has a lot of incredible beauty products. I actually need to do another episode all about Turkish beauty culture and an update on what to buy because I've been learning more and more. I am so passionate about discovering culture through the lens of beauty. If you all aren't following Naked Beauty Planet. That's the Instagram account for this podcast. Please do because we've launched a series that I feel very passionate about. It's been a labor of love between me and my team. We're doing a deep dive about beauty culture around the world. It's called Naked Beauty Global. We've just covered Habisha braiding styles from Eritrea and Ethiopia. We did a whole series on the women of Chad and the Chebe powder that they use to preserve their very long hair. And then a deep dive on Chola aesthetics pioneer by Mexican-American women right here in South LA. So we're spanning the globe, we're spanning time periods. And here's the thing, for as long as I can remember, I have always loved traveling and I have always loved beauty. So the two really go hand in hand for me. My guest, Violette, is a makeup artist and founder and creative director. I hope you had the chance to listen to her full length episode because she has an amazing story, but she is always traveling, always on a plane. So we had a lot of fun discussing our favorite cities and how she approaches beauty for travel. Enjoy this mini episode with Violette and maybe it will inspire you All right, beauties, we have a special little bonus episode with Violette, who travels a lot, travels around the world. I know you've developed a lot of skincare products with travel in mind specifically, but first I want to ask you, I want to get your rundown on how you feel about certain cities. So what is a city that you dislike?
1: Okay, I want to say first, I dislike it because I don't really know it. And I think it's a city that's hard to know if you're not local. It's L.A., Okay. Now,
0: as as someone who moved to LA a year ago from New York City, I am so familiar with this take because everyone I know who lives in New York is like, LA is great, but I could not live there. And I also felt that way. So I totally understand.
1: All I know is like big streets where people don't walk. There's no like neighborhood life. And me, I'm going from Paris with like neighborhood life. So it's too much of a stretch for me. But people told me like, if you go with locals and you take the time to really know you'll like it. So... Um when next invitation. time you're in
0: LA, I will glad you have, gladly have you over. Um, but you're also kind of like, by the way, congratulations. I know Greta Gerwig at the Golden Globes wore the blue eye paint Yay. and looked gorgeous. So I would imagine you have several opportunities to come to LA, but it's probably always like an industry type thing, right?
1: Yes, yes, exactly. I need a different reasons for travel there. Yes, Okay,
0: city you think is overrated?
1: Well, I don't know, actually. Maybe I would say LA as well. <laughs> I hate this strong. That's okay. That's okay. I LA think people LA... don't hate me. I just don't know the city.
0: <laughs> no, I completely understand where you're coming from. Okay, city you
1: like? I like so many cities. It's going to be really hard to pick. I like Madrid. There's a city Madrid. I like. I like Madrid. Yes.
0: Okay. What do you like about Madrid?
1: I love the culture. Also, I'm a big fan of Amal devar movies, so I feel like I'm back there.
0: Love Amal okay, so when you come to LA, we can go at the Academy Museum. They have a whole floor dedicated to Amadevar. Screens showing his work, all of his props, all Easy. of his scripts. So love that. Yes. And late and being up very late is hard for me to adjust to.
1: Yes, it's a it's it's a lifestyle, um, but it's. The culture, everything is so rich. its I, I love it.
0: Yes. Okay, city you love? Tokyo. Okay, how many times have you been to Tokyo? And do you feel like you know it yet? Because I've been tw- three times, actually, and I feel like I'm still scratching the surface.
1: I, I've been there well, four or five times, but honestly, last June I went and I, I felt like I was rediscovering it again completely from scratch. I'm going back in September. And I know it's gonna be the same. <laughs> so I think it's normal. So
0: much to explore. Okay, so city you feel most yourself in. It's
1: not so much a city, it's more an area like Provence in the south of France.
0: Hey. I've never I been feel
1: oh you love it with the I family. I feel like it's a heaven for your senses. The smell, the sound, what you see, what you eat, everything is so peaceful. It's there's something there that is like making me extremely
0: happy i need to go i've seen images and it does look like pretty much on earth okay last two the city you still need to visit and the city you dream of living in
1: the city oh there's so many cities i dream uh to visit mexico city i really dream of it yeah have you been there before
0: i haven't that's mine too that's like the city that i like like i need to visit everyone who goes is obsessed
1: yeah, I heard it's really amazing. So yeah, Mexico City, as soon as possible. I think in December, we'll be able to do it.
0: Nice. And what's the city you dream of living in?
1: I think a side of me would really love to live in Tokyo for a few months.
0: Yeah. Um, Which neighborhood? My neighborhood is Daikanyama. I'm like, I'm going to live in
1: Daikanyama and <laughs> have
0: my whole life there.
1: I don't know yet because I feel like by the park is so nice. And I'm like discovering this like new places i just started to scratch the surface off when i came in june like this, a little tiny It almost feels like a little village village you know yes. so i don't know yet where but yeah okay. i would have loved to have to experience i don't even have a little well hey life is long life is yeah. long. okay so you
0: travel a lot and like travel does a number on your skin yes what are your top tips for keeping your skin happy and thriving as you travel?
1: Yeah, so I'm definitely not the kind that travels looking all glammed up. Um, because of that reason, I always travel, number one, with zero makeup on. Oh my gosh, so important. So I important.
0: Even if you're wearing makeup, you take it off before you get on the plane, take right? Take it
1: off. And then the dehydration is a number one issue. So boom boom milk is a lifesaver because I applied to throughout the flight i drink a lot of water then and you can spray it on
0: which is also like you don't touch yes the germs and everything it's just very also having a spray is key
1: it's really ideal and i can spray on my body like love i'm obsessed with this then when i come home i would usually do a little peeling or scrub um more chemical scrub and then um I use our serum, which is, you know, we have a like, SOS kit for your skin. It has five of those serums for any like skin challenges that happen to you. Extremely potent, even though they're natural. So I have one for the skin barrier. It's like the rescue skin barrier serum. I use it for the next three days at least. That's mm-hmm. gonna bring my skin back to normal. bumbu boom, boom, milk, our cream on on top of it. And I layer Boom, boom milk like three times. My skin is saturated. It's feels amazing. So I do that for 3 days and my skin is like back to.
0: And beauty, as someone that loves beauty, life. do you travel light when you travel so that you can buy things or are you like I need to put together looks, I want all my favorite products with me?
1: Yeah, so I love to travel light. So I'm just trying to find ways to be super organized so I can travel light like when I did Australia for example, had all my events to attend to. We were launching there every day from 7 to midnight. That was like full on full-on schedule so we shoot interviews like non-stop so i worked uh with Anna, know with my stylist in paris and like, we had looks for every event and i like to reuse things because i feel like also we constantly show i'm not an influencer but i feel like when you are public i guess we always show one look one time and that's it but then you never see it again no and i'm like that's not great like we shouldn't influence people this way we have to reuse what we wear so that also allows me to pack less (laughs) yes so i'm like okay we're bringing like three pairs of shoes and we have to create looks with this so i do that and then for makeup i just take my whole line because that's the one thing I'm like, if I have that, then I'm secure.
0: Just my entire line. My whole
1: entire line.
0: It's it's small enough that you could it's pack small. it all and do a lot of different looks with what you have.
1: Yes, infinite. So I'm good. And then, you know, once I have that, usually, honestly, I bring this little paper that you burn like incense. Cause yes, I, I know have this that. paper. P- Papier d'Arménie, I love that in my room. And I have one book that I never read. I always hope I will, but obviously <laughs> I don't have time. But You're I will bring it. you to
0: have the, the guilt book next to <laughs> the you. The guilt on your book, that's a good way to
1: yeah. say. Look gets... at me. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. But really, I've been in the planes, like just my laptop. Like it's, I travel very.
0: What's your hand cream of choice? So that's an area I feel like I haven't found. I haven't cracked that
1: yet. So I use a one from my best friend. She has a line called Olidermy and she's such a maniac obsessed with perfectionism that I trust her and everything she does. And she has the little hand cream that I travel with all the time that I love, but she has a bone repair that's like very thick that I also take sometimes, especially in the summer because it's good for your hands, but if your skin is really, really dry, I put this on my body and reboost.
0: I'm going to check that out. When
1: you're traveling to other
0: countries, how do you approach shopping? If you go to Tokyo, if you're going to Spain, oh gosh, uh, gosh. how do you approach shopping? Because some of it must be research as well, but do you buy other things? Do you just kind of go and browse?
1: In Tokyo, it's hard. I came back with two suitcases I had to buy. <laughs> yes. Okay. I went to For muja to I was Spain. like, okay, I'm just going to grab these two suitcases. Um... Well, especially now because my my bigger daughter is i feel like she will fit in tokyo so good like she she has this like punk super kawaii type of look Love. and so i was going crazy buying her all this stuff and also she's like a little artist so i bought all this stuff to paint and it was so cute so i don't know do you and just go to ones...
0: like do you just go to the little drugstores stores in tokyo oh like gosh. the don quixote or just like the Everywhere you're not going go to specialty to. shops right
1: I mean, I go to everything. Like, I went to, I, I like this store, I forgot the name though, for art and, and craft. They have well, amazing okay, paint. Yes, they have some
0: incredible art yes, and
1: crafts. I love it. Um, of course, pigments in Tokyo where I buy, like, you can't see in here, but it's all like
0: Ooh. the pigments
1: I buy there. Um, that
0: green was.
1: Insane. yes we have amazing <laughs> colors then when i go to kyoto i go more to traditional beauty stores like where geisha buy their products because mm-hmm. i did a lot of research around their craft so i i try to go to uh, yeah to many many different type of store and new designers like it's infinite.
0: beauty tourism if you appreciate beauty then it's so yeah. fun. My husband is always, "Can you just do this on a separate day?" Like I will be eating, I will yes. be at the market eating, and you can go up and yes. down all the aisles and buy seventeen different eyeshadows. I do that's not care. That's probably a good deal. Yes. One last thing I want to ask you on this topic: inspiration to reflect the place that you're visiting in your makeup look. Like when you travel to a different country that has a different aesthetic, do you try to do a look that's like a nod to the location?
1: I mean, naturally, it's gonna happen. Like when I'm in Spain, I'm like, red lipstick. Like it's, 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 it just naturally happens. Yeah, Tokyo. I started to do a glitter, super thin liners. I'm just, of course, you're like your sponge. Like I'm inspired by the environment and and people's style, and you take it and then you make it your own. It's amazing. That's why you know when I used to be in Paris before moving to New York, all I was doing was red lipstick and smoky eyes and then I moved here and I saw so much diversity in personality and styles so my gosh in France we're so locked into this one aesthetic for so many years and like we don't really get out of it that's why I'm so happy with my brand now when I do events in France and I see girls wearing blueish and it was for us like a huge (laughs) step I'm like so proud so traveling I think for many reasons is if you can such an opportunity for, your, for yes. your mental health, like for your mind.
0: Yes, and you're truly creating a global brand. And I think that's reflected in your love of travel. So thank you for sharing those tips with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. That was my conversation with Violette. Are you feeling newly inspired to book a trip? I don't know when I'm traveling next. I have some things kind of like up in the air, a few projects that may take me to different places, but I also love traveling and exploring different beauty cultures within LA, like going to the Korean spas here, going to Topanga Canyon and getting into all of the the crystals and all of the new age wellness culture they have out there. I think there's so much to be said for changing your surroundings, changing your perspective, even if you're just traveling from within your town, within your city, it really does so much for me and beauty can play a large part of that travel experience as well. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week with a new episode.